innovation is in our veins. Soon the whole world will know our names. Sharing our knowledge and freedom reign. We here for the people, you know it's our way. Setting foundations is part of the dream. It doesn't matter if you're new to the game. Listen up now, cause we all gon' say, Ugh. Elevate, 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 higher. Elevate, 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 higher. We gon' rise up. Welcome to the Elevate Podcast, everyone. It's so great to see all of you one more time. It's your boy, Josh. And Dalton. We are back. It's 2021 Season 2. How are y'all doing? Josh, what a year. It's been a recap. What a year 2020 was, right? Really has been, hasn't it? We're here. We made it, right? How are you feeling? Feeling pretty good. You know, I'm doing my best to uh, really enjoy and embrace what's going on. And yep. yeah, it's, uh, it's bef- but especially been a, uh, interesting because it's been a spicy start to my year. But, you know, we are yeah. we are here for, for we, what, two, three weeks in yeah, to the year? Three, yeah, we're, and we're <laughs> to the whole year. <laughs> really, I, I really just see 2020. This is kind of my prediction is I really do see 2020 as being more of a, you know, a good, or sorry, 2021 being a good continuation sequel to 2020. I'm not expecting anything more, anything less. Yeah. I'm expecting, you know, the same issues to keep pursuing, and we just got to figure out how to overcome. Take it day by day. Exactly. I hear it. Yeah. I hear it. I will say that uh, after the break, feeling really inspired again. I don't know if, you know, just that time away mm-hmm. kind of brought, like, lit a fire again, I guess. It was just, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's a new year, new energy, or, or what, but um, I'm excited. We're always here for it. Um, it is exciting. Excited to be back. Um, new things happening, which are always... Pu- I mean, oh, frig, I, I, I have to expand my vocabulary, but they're exciting. They're exciting. <laughs> yeah, we don't need new words. They're exciting. <laughs> yeah, forget new words, man. But yeah, super excited, to obviously, to be starting off the second season. Yep. We made it for the first season. Why the seat of our pants, dude? 27 episodes, not too shabby. For never having done a podcast. Yeah, and really being super rookie interviewers and... People who are super green, we actually pulled it off. I feel. Yeah, it's. Uh, I took some time, especially over the break, to kind of uh, look at where I can improve. Because obviously, this is something this is so foreign to me. Like, I've said it a multiple two times. I don't like the way I am on camera. I don't like my voice. Like you know, I've told you all mm-hmm. this before. So it's just like I've spent time getting comfortable with how I am on camera. Because mm-hmm. that is where I think my inability to like really not feel comfortable, but just like embrace podcasting lied in my not being okay with how I sound. Right. So it's just like, I've gotten better at not caring. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just, I can't change it. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's really helped. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to, to start talking to people again. It was, it's not, the break was good. Trust me, but I'm excited to, you know, start talking to people and in person again. Yeah. I miss that. Yeah. I it was not it. the same. No, it was, it was tough. Uh, the in-person thing was pretty tough. Uh, or yeah, sorry. L- losing sorry, that. Sorry, losing that was tough. Yeah. yeah, going virtual is like, I mean, it's cool. But obviously it's, you know, it's good to be able to talk to people, period. Totally. But I do love being in person, uh, especially since we got a lot of great guests lined up already. We already, um, I don't know if I told you this yet, but we've already got the first two months booked. Yeah, you told yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is nuts. Half of them are Zoom calls, the other half will be in person, and I think it'll be a nice mixture. That's it, We're obviously still dealing with a pandemic, but mm-hmm. what's nice about Zoom is it's allowed us to talk to people everywhere, anywhere. Exactly. Right? So that's been super, super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, losing it that second time, 
like we started virtually and then we came into the office mm-hmm. losing it felt like a bit of a blow it's yeah. just like i was really enjoying that like mm-hmm. you know so and and with that like restaurants got taken away public things got taken like we went right into it like yeah. march again and that sucked um we're hopefully on the up and up now mm-hmm. so it's really i think that's also lifting my spirits as well as losing that hurt me for some reason in a weird way right i was so used to being free for the last freedom what i mean really i mean it was like we were shoved into our homes one day yeah and then we were allowed out but then we were told go right back in that that hurt a bit so Uh, no it's uh you know but we're not quebec or ontario Mm -hmm. so happy about that yeah that's (laughs) what i've been seeing happen in ontario has been wild i mean they have curfew now both Ontario and Quebec. Yeah, it's 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 ugly over there. That I would have a problem with that. Oh, definitely. Eight right. PM in your house. Yeah, you better be inside. Or yeah. they literally they literally will give you a ticket. Yeah. No, it's it, it's it's real. Yeah, it's getting very real over there. Uh, and I I have to say, like being in Nova Scotia, very grateful that we don't have to deal with all that. Obviously, yeah. we did our lockdown and. Yep. You know, and even then, lockdown wasn't really lockdown. It was just like just being more cautious, the extra cautious. Yeah, yep, which is kind of nice. Yep. You know, but I also understand us in Nova Scotia, like our health system sucks, like trash. And so, and I love that, like everyone was said it without saying it, and um, but like, yeah, we just couldn't. Aff- our system could not afford being overrun. Like we just no, could. Like we no. just get. We'd be toast. Yep. So we have to keep it under control mm-hmm. or we're done. Yeah. Like, so I don't know if, if it ever got bad, I would be fearful that like hospital bends end up in a Tim Hortons again. Yeah. Like we would be crushed. Yeah. It would be, it'd be rough. So yeah. yeah you know, Hey, we'll see what happens on Terry and go back and just keep them out of the, out of the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, dang. But, uh, yeah. Is there anything that you, uh, have to share or any any big news or a- anything that you've got going on that you want to blast in the beginning of 2021? Yeah, I mean, I guess I, s- I said off the top of the hour. Um, you know, and I also mentioned it on my social channels too. You know, but yeah, so January 5th, 2021, I got a call from the CEO of What's On. He was like, Josh, I love you. But we don't need you no more. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, that sucks. That's awful. That's uh, my job." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, at least I got through 2020, but 2021, oh baby, <laughs> you got me." So, uh, but yes, yeah, so that ended up happening. January 5th, got a call saying, "Hey, we uh, we don't need design services anymore." Uh, yep. Sorry to tell you that. You know, you've given six years of your life to our company, sacrificed long hours. <laughs> sacrifice your family. No, I was kidding. Didn't do that. But, um, but you know, obviously I'm being facetious and joking, but yeah, it, it was tough. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, it's it is what only it is. human to take that, you know, yeah. in a tough way. Yeah, exactly. It was definitely a first for me as well. Never lost my job before. Yeah. Um, but I think that, I mean, that was a thing too. I like a lot of it for me was, I could, I was okay with it because right. it really wasn't my fault. No. You know, I think that's the thing. And actually, sorry, it was my fault. I forgot. I did too good of a job. 
you kind of worked yourself out of one. That's exactly that's the problem with being a designer and in an in-house designer. And you will you can't keep your job as an in-house designer if you're good at it. Yeah, if you're good at it. Yeah, and that's what happened. Like we killed, we did a great job of all these products. Company found its niche, did yeah. well, and it's like, yeah, we actually know. Yeah, we, our needs aren't what they were day one. Yeah, we don't have anything for you. Um, and so, sorry, we got to let you go. And I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I saw that coming. I, and I, those are the conversations I had with the CEO since probably my second year being at What's On. Yeah. I was like, I hope you know, like, I have a goal is to work myself out of this job. Yeah. Like, you're, there's going to be a day you're not going to need me anymore. Yeah. Uh, and that will be a day I'm actually, I'll be sad about, but also take with a lot of um, pride. Yeah. It's like, no, you did a dang good job. You don't, they don't need you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good sign. Obviously, it stinks because I'm, out of salary but you know we're here but i think it t- lined up well as you know depth um uh, as my own uh, ux design firm i'm trying yeah. to set up it, it all lined up well you know started that back in june july and here we are uh, you know and it, it's been worked out well being a side gig yeah and uh now it's main gig <laughs> now it's the main gig, and so you, which is, which is awesome. I'm super pumped about that. In a good way, it almost forces you to just send it. Mm-hmm. You have to, right? Like that's yeah that that entrepreneurial push where it's like you can't look back. You mm-hmm. just have to go. Yeah, there's a. It, it was funny when I after I got like that's kind of what happened. I got the phone call at like one thirty two in the afternoon. Yeah, I felt bad for about two hours. Right. Uh, four o'clock came around. I was like, all right, well do something about it and i just found like i always struggled with an insecurity around content i make or right. you know posting things or this that the other or doing your tiktok's been lit lately oh thanks man i appreciate it yeah um, yes. and uh and they got to the point when that kind of when i got past those two hours of feeling bad i was like it's funny i don't really i'm not really feeling insecure anymore yeah um, i don't really care anymore yeah um and uh that's kind of what ha- ended up happening for me. And I was like, and so I just started going all in on stuff, just creating content, yeah. doing goofy stuff. And that was a cool thing too. If you, when, you, when you work for yourself, you don't have to worry about how you make your employer look. Because you, you are. You, I am yeah. the employer, you know? Yeah. And so I can just like, you know, just be free in what all the content I make and create. Yeah. And it's it's been exciting, you know? And today, like, you know, th- there's things that pop off, things that don't, uh, but things, you know, it's, it's exciting, yeah. you know? Like, um, for the most part, a lot of stuff I've been posting on LinkedIn, I've been getting a lot of traction and yeah. good conversations. And it's since I've gone out on my own, since uh, losing the job and having to go all in on depth. Yeah. The traffic to my website's been through the roof. Awesome. Which is great. Um, That's fantastic. You know, and yeah. And so I've, uh, and it's been too, like, I think there's a, there's a lot of uncertainty that came with it. I'm like, hey, I got a wife, I got a mortgage. How am I going to get through all this? Yeah. And uh, it's all going to work out at the end of the day. Like, even if the company doesn't work out, like, I even probably within the first week of everyone finding out I lost the job, I had two or three job offers in my LinkedIn account. Right. Like, people I know and yeah. who are looking to hire. And so I was like, even if depth doesn't work out, there's there's always a plan. There's a way for you to. Yeah. There's, I'm not going to lose my house. Yeah. Hopefully not. So, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's kind of it. I think that's a big thing. I've been kind of talking to a lot of my entrepreneurial friends, and I actually just randomly got a text message i have a friend of mine who is a photographer down in boston yeah and um 
and uh, him and I have been talking a lot too because he's kind of in the he was in the place I was a couple months ago where he's got a full time. But he's also trying to work this business on the yeah. side and and um, it's hard. You know, it's tough. And I don't care. Like he's gonna get. I don't care if he gets mad at me. He shouldn't get mad at me for this. But yeah, we were kind of going back and forth. I'm like, dude, like we're kind of. I was just kind of helping him with his finances. Okay, what do you need to make on a monthly basis? What yeah. do you need? What are your targets? Is that the other? And he was doing enough to kind of get by. But yep. he just he just uh just texted me as we're talking right now. He just booked ten thousand dollars worth of um Work. business within one month. I was like, my guy, that's what's up. Shout out to Sean Frias on that one. Excited for you, dude. So um I love that. Dude, it's a great hustle. Isn't I it? love entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. There's nothing breed. better than I just made. And like you did it. Yeah. No one helped. Yeah. <laughs> like there's no there's no like corporate protocol, corporate guidelines, mm-hmm. coaching. You sold, secured, landed, end to end. You're the brand, and you did it. And I think that's pretty cool. Oh, it's it's yeah, it, and that is true. I think that's the thing where I definitely struggled with going out on my own. Is like okay, like the reality sets in. You're on your own. There's no one. Yeah, you're no president. Coming you're CEO. In. You're secretary. You're accounting. Your, you know, management, you're all of it. Mm-hmm. And you need to play all those roles a little differently to the client. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it's, and it's that when you do succeed, it feels amazing. Yeah. But then, yeah, the reality sets in. It's like, all right, yeah, there's no salary coming in. There's no monthly income. Because that's the thing is like, where you, when I hear working as an in-house, working as an in-house designer, I'm kind of like, yeah, like, if I have a, I think it's the, that's the one thing I've been struggling with a lot, I'll say this, is it's one thing if you had an off, couple days off few days yeah uh, you're just kind of like ah like wasn't totally into it but it's like all right but there's still money coming in regardless yeah i have been feeling where i've had there's it's actually this week i've been having an off couple days and i'm kind of like i can't afford to have off couple days man <laughs> time is money yeah money's gotta come in and so i'm definitely starting to feel that stress for sure yeah i'm like okay that's a true reality now mm-hmm. like all right so how do you adapt how do you you know overcome but yeah. as well as allow yourself to feel those feelings when you have to right Oh, that's kind of what I'm going through right now. And I think allowing yourself to feel those feelings is the key. Mm-hmm. You can't hide them and just work over them because the work that comes out of you when you feel that way will not be the work that would come out of you when you're not. That's a good point. So, like, it's very important to just say, I'm not okay today. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because you do work for yourself. And if you set those boundaries and if you work with people who truly understand that you're human, that's truly success. Right mm. is when you're at a point where you're like, my clients know I'm worth me needing a day. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And the, that's actually been something I've kind of been going on with some of my clients too. Mm. It was like they've, you know, there's been kind of a, there was actually one time uh, with one of my clients and I really appreciate this about them. Yeah. And, uh, but I was having a really tough week. It was it was mentally exhausting and draining, mm-hmm. um, but we had some serious deadlines that needed to be made. Yeah, and uh, so I really plowed through, got them done, made the deadline. But it, there was a cost, and it was a cost to like definitely my my mental health at the yeah. time. And uh, and then after we made those deadlines, more demands came, and and I didn't quite meet those demands. Right, and the client was like, "What the heck's going on?" Like, we agreed to this. What's going on? And I was like, yeah, you know, this, that, the other. And I kind of, I 
honestly, I kind of made up some excuses to kind of get by it. Yeah. And they caught on to it, right? They're like, I'm not your full crap. Like, what's actually going on? You know, you you mentioned how you're having a tough week a couple weeks back. That was still coming back to haunt you. And we talked about it, sorted it all out. And there's like, yeah, like, it's okay to have an off week. We just want you to, like, be real with yourself and be real with us and be vulnerable. Like, if you're not having a great week, we, we will we will work around it. We yeah. have no issue with that. We just want you to be real with us. Yeah, and we just need to know. Exactly. Yeah. And that was, I was helpful because, um, like, yeah, like, that was one of those moments where it was like, yeah, we don't care for the bravado. We just want you to be real. And so we actually know who we're working with, what's going on, and yeah, what we can honestly, like, accomplish for real. So I kind of appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I like definitely appreciate that a lot. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. a lot of clients would just be like, it's not done. I don't want to work with you. Exactly. And that's such a poor way to go about business, I think. But Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely worked out a lot for me personally uh, with them. Because it's like, it's like as a first client, like there's been a lot of different things we've come into, run into. And yeah, obviously they took a chance on me as being my first major client. Yeah. And uh you know, and yeah, we've had some some snags here and there, but like, I don't. If they if they were any other pe- person, I think this it could have been the project could have been toast by now, or right. it would have got pushed along, and then they would have got something they didn't really want at, at the right. end of it. Uh, they are they're a very unique client. They've really helped me to see things about myself and deficiencies that I need to grow in, and then vice versa. You yeah. know, it's been great kind of helping them with their product and helping them be able to make some money. So. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. It is. So overall, if you had to rate it out of 10, have you enjoyed owning and working for yourself as a business? 15 out of 10. Oh, it's that good, eh? Yeah. Is that good? Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, it's it's actually given me more urgency to make sure this works out. Right. I can't go back to a 9 to 5 after this. Yeah. it's th- The freedom's too nice. Yeah. It's too nice. Like you are working around the clock, don't get me wrong. Yep. But it's your time. Yeah. You know, you do with as you see fit. And uh and I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh it's funny because I remember when we were at What's On, we were trying to establish, you know, office hours and office rules and yeah. And Charles the CEO was very against the rules we were trying to make for the office. Yeah. I was like, what the heck's this guy's problem, man? We're doing this for his sake. Yeah. Like trying to make sure everyone's accountable to things and we can keep things in an orderly fashion. Exactly. And he kept talking about how he's just like, no, I just don't want to, I hate these office hours things, man. It's stupid because I work whenever I want to work. I feel like I'm going to be a bad example. You know, if I, I make you guys work specific hours and I, you know, don't. And I was like, I get you, but you're the CEO. You're paying us. You can do whatever you see fit. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the reality. But now, as someone who is owning his own business, I can see where that comes from now. If I had employees, and I was like, yeah, I'm working whenever I want to work, but you got to work from 9 to 5, sucker. you got to be available to me. Like, I, I kind of I, I feel Yeah, like, you work for me. Yeah, I'd feel very weird about that. That's yeah. like, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I can say it. it's, uh, it's it's slave mentality, in my mind. Yeah, I own you, and you're gonna do what I say yeah. on the hour. I tell you to do it, but you know we're not gonna call it slavery because we we pay you though. Yeah, but but the, but you know it's that mentality of like I run you. Yeah, just kind of weird, right? And I'm not really about that. Never been about that. 
So, yeah. yeah. Flexibility is always appreciated. Mm-hmm. Always. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we love the flexibility. So that's kind of where the life is at uh, with uh, running a, bin- a business right now. And Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm just... You're tippity-typing over there. Yeah, I just notify my buddy that I, he just got shut out on the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, that's what you get for texting me <laughs> while I'm on the podcast. But. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but what's going on with your life, man? What's What's been happening? I heard, I've been hearing a lot of different things over there. You've just launched some stuff on, on Instagram, LinkedIn, and you're starting to get the socials popping. Yeah, I got my Instagram back. So I was kind of cheesed about that. Instagram took my account away for... Oh, that one has... For Parker I logged in one day and it was like, this account's been removed for community violation. So then there's a form to fill out and then you, they send you an email and it says, please reply with a selfie of yourself holding up a piece of paper with this code on it so we know you're a real human. I did that in December and they never replied. It was me, man. <laughs> I, I flagged you. Honestly, I, like, who, who, whoever snaked me, I'm coming for you. But... I had to make a new account, and I'm hoping this one doesn't get taken down because it's like, will they know that the same company made another Instagram? Like, probably. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of <laughs> worried they're just going to take it back down again because I want to do socials, but Instagram was the one that was proving the best results when I was doing it before. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure I have access to that. And I don't know what would – and they didn't tell me what the violation was. Right. It's just a company account. I don't know how I can violate Yes, like Instagram's rules by just having it. Someone violated you is what happened. Like by having a business, like, I, I didn't understand what I did wrong. But brought, no, you didn't do anything wrong. What happened is someone did something. Like someone reported your account is what happened. Really? That's that's the only way that happens. If you didn't take any action, someone reported you, and they just and let me find out who. Like <laughs> <laughs> and they just flag you until they find out you did nothing wrong, and that's what happens. Like that's the one thing I've been learning. Uh, following political stuff. Yeah. Because that happens a lot in that realm. And that's what I've learned is that's how it works. What? People flag the crap out of you and you have to deal with all the nonsense that comes with it. Wow. Sorry you don't own your own business. Yep. Sorry you're a loser. <laughs> like <laughs> That's why they flagged you. <laughs> Call them losers. That's <laughs> ill. Anyway. Um, yeah, dude, so it's cranked. But uh, joking, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So obviously, yeah, trying to like up the social game. Just trying to bring knowledge or and advertise for my business like all the socials like you know what i mean i've always tried to be a a forward-thinking company in an industry where it's pretty old school i would say um there's a couple things on the on the radar this year for plans for sure um the biggest one i i would say is you know potentially getting into real estate sales um, right. So that would be one expansion of, of my business. Um, and the second is real estate wholesaling, which is what I posted on my Instagram the other day, mm-hmm. um, which is like the next sort of sector of real estate that I'm trying to get into. Right. Um, we've signed a couple contracts um, since December for some property management. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're now like managing other people's properties. So within... Like the last 365 days, um, we've acquired $1.2 million in real estate and now manage over $2 million worth of real estate. Yeah, yeah. So that's a pretty cool number, I think, for just having jumped in. So we've got $2 million worth of real estate under our control at the moment. 
Look at you, yeah. Realty popping. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the the biggest thing now is um, ho- like high revenue, high revenue generating accounts mm-hmm. um, that just allow for quick expansion. Yeah, um, the crash is coming. Yeah, and I want cash mm-hmm. when it does. Yeah, you know, so that's the biggest deal is you know find high revenue leads, mm-hmm. close them. And have that cash ready for when it's time to strike. You're and like all my mortgages are on one years, so I can refinance right around the crash, locking in at five at a low rate because rates are going to skyrocket. That's true. So if anyone has the ability to renew right now, do it for five, I think. Mm. That's my opinion because like it's coming soon. With the vaccine, it's coming soon. Why do you think the vaccine helps with the crash? Because it brings us back to normal. You can't blame coronavirus anymore. Mm. So yeah, no now more. you gotta start paying for coronavirus, right? You know, I got you. So that's my worry. Um, and like with that, people are not gonna be able to afford homes. A lot of homes are gonna go up for sale. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing that I did because in Canada it's not as easy as in America. Mm-hmm. I had to register Parker Realty Group as a telemarketer. Mm. Um, cause you can't just call homeowners oh. cause you're telemarketing. Right. Um, but I was able to get a list of registered homeowners in Halifax and the second people can't afford their homes, I'm calling cash offers today. Give me your house. Nice. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. Like what is it going to take? Cause I want it. Well, this is the, so this is the thing. So y- what you're doing is good. It's good for you. I think, I think you're going to see huge, big things happen. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. Yeah, but it takes me back to this, like, you say what you want. I don't give a crap. It's the reality. It's real. Uh, I, th- I think about the Great Reset. The oh yeah, it's happening right. Yeah, and this is the big thing that's going on is they're the whole goal of this thing is for people to they're really emphasizing renting. Renting. Yeah, and even, even our generation doesn't really buy homes anymore. They really are in like kind of the more rental market. It, as it even is. I believe in renting. Yeah, and that's the thing, and I and I get that. Um, but now, like, renting is about to get very, it's going to get more and more popular yeah. um, as time goes on. But So it's a great idea for you to really own properties and rent those things out because oh, the wave is coming. Absolutely. And the biggest thing that I think, and banks will never tell you this, of course, because um, you, you, you do win in this scenario. If, if you are able to buy a duplex anywhere right now, as long as you live in one part, you can buy it 5% down. And then the rent from the other unit will go toward your your mortgage. Usually, they'll cover it. Yeah. You only have to live there a year to get that five percent, mm-hmm. and then you can do it again. Yeah. That's it's called house hacking. So mm-hmm. you live in it for a year, then you rent out both units, then you do it again. So if you had twenty percent saved up to buy a single family, all of a sudden that's four properties, eight rental units, over four years. Boom. But no one wants to do that because it's hard. Oh, it's yeah. so easy to buy a single family home and live in it and then go broke mm-hmm. because you can't afford it. It's yeah. expensive. Homes are expensive. Yeah. And people don't account for the lawn maintenance, for the boiler maintenance, for the insurance, for the security system, for the water, for the power. They don't account for that. They think, oh, my mortgage is this. That's what I paid in rent. Mm-hmm. But your rent also included your garbage removal, your snow, your shovel, like your uh, lawn mowing, everything. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden that's on you. And if you were already tight renting, you're done. You're done so. Yeah. Right? So if you just 
are willing to move around a little bit, mm-hmm. especially when, you know, people are my age, your age, you know, you only have to be 18, I think, to get a mortgage, right? Yep. 18? Mm-hmm. So if you start when you're 18, 22, you could have eight rental units, assuming you saved up while you were, if you had a, a perfect scenario, mm-hmm. worked when you were a teenager, saved, didn't spend, kept your money, you could have generational wealth and a lot of money. Yep. It's a, and it's a thing, it's a tough conversation to have with people, right? Because we, we so much see the immediate and what we want right now. But yeah, you just, and that's kind of the strategy I've taken in my life. I've deferred fun in my 20s. Yeah. Just to have some great, uh, probably late 30s is what kind of the big time will hit for me. Yeah. Um, and that's what I'm looking forward to. It's just like, yep. I'm just deferring it. And like, that's the problem is like, you know, you, like you also have to think about your long-term relationships very seriously. Yeah. If you're thinking this way as a young person. Because right now, like, this is the one thing, like, Kelsey and I go through. Like, she's she trusts me. Yeah. And she does it, but she's not doing it with, like, she's not happy doing it. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and, and she, because she doesn't really have the vision that I see. Um, She's kind of like, I guess, whatever. Like, you've been right up to this point, so I'll trust you, but, like, I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> and I'm um, like, I get it. I, it's I, not easy. It's not easy. It's not, you know, and, like, it, it's, there's nothing pretty about living in a 1,000 square foot house. Yeah. Trying to pay that down while, something getting all your other money together and start investing in other things. Yeah. Right. Like it's not, there's nothing easy about that. Nope. But it's something I might much prefer. Um, cause I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm taking your strat, uh, that you kind of shared about a couple weeks ago, uh, probably actually a couple months ago now where it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm before this crash happens, I'm looking to get the, uh, HELOC all set up. Yep. For the current home. And, uh, once things do drop, things will be started getting bought up. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have equity, mm-hmm. pull it out when the interest rates are low. It's tax free. Mm-hmm. Like that is free money to go buy more property with. Exactly. And it's, uh, I don't know. I just think this is like, we don't see this a lot, you know, real estate as cheap as I think it's going to get. Mm. It's How cheap you think it's going to get? Don't go down like what twenty percent, fifteen percent. Yeah, really, fifteen probably is the max. Because I mean, obviously, I mean we're tight on real estate now to begin with. Yeah, but I mean, there's no reason that homes in the north end of Halifax, with three bedrooms, one bathroom, are selling for five hundred fifty thousand mm. dollars. There's no reason. So, other than vacancy, and you, I mean. But that's the thing is you're saying so you're telling me that five hundred thousand dollar homes are gonna drop to four twenty five. What you're saying? There's the potential. Okay. There's definitely the potential. I see. So this is, I want to bring this up to you because this happened in Toronto. Yeah. And um and we everyone thought the same thing was gonna happen there. Yeah. Was, you know, obviously part of it was due to the federal government at the time that was very smart with the finances of the country. Yeah. Um, but oh wait, like. Everyone thought like things were going to seriously drop in Toronto. Yeah. Oh wait, and they didn't. The home prices ex- increased. Yeah. And a lot of the reason was because the foreign purchasing. Yeah. You know, a lot of people coming over from Asia, who were purchasing big properties, and that's happening right now in Halifax. Oh, absolutely. So that's the thing is with this all going on, I I either see I still see house prices that are going to stay the same as they are now, or they're going to increase. 
So that's the thing. I would love to see it decrease. Me Trust too. me, I'm right there with you. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't see it happening. The thing is, is that the people here hate change. Mm. And when someone from big city comes in and says, we want to buy five houses in a row because we know the real estate market's going to crash. Yeah. I promise those neighbors are as tight as can be. And I would bet money that they would band together and stop each other from selling because they don't want Halifax to change. Mm. That's what sucks about Halifax. <laughs> is there's so many people who just are, they, they want little old Halifax to be what they grew up in and they want to pay $600 a month for rent. Mm. But we have to deal in realities. That's a, it's intriguing. Um, there's one house I've been keeping my eye on as a, as a dream home. Really? And uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever have the money to afford it, but it's going for 1.3 right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, frig, it'd be a nice house to have. Is it in Bedford? Uh, it's in, it's in, it's, it's in, I'll say Dartmouth proper. Um, I don't want anyone to get the ideas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keep this one to my chest. <laughs> but they just withdrew it. And really? uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's been, they've been trying to sell it since July, June, July. Right. That's the problem is like, there's no one really in the price range of 1.3. Yeah. Especially in the area that they are in. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think anyone's right. It's going to be given right in a check for that right now. No. Uh, so like, yeah, they've had it up. There's twice up. They've had it for about 150 days each. And, uh, it's a no go. Yeah. And they just threw it all together. And I was like, yeah, all right, let's keep that same energy. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's just keep that do this for energy. a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. I mean, I mean, things will fall where they may, I know, but. Yeah. That's just like one of those houses. It's like there's a there's only been a couple houses in my life since living here where I've, I've had this feeling about. I'm like, right, I need that type of house. Yeah, and uh, it's one of those. So you know, we'll see. The, one of my favorite homes in the city is for sale right now, and it, it's actually it's a, a duplex that I didn't know it was. Mm. Oh, I want it so bad, but it's so it's so overpriced. How much do they ask them? It's like close to a million dollars for a duplex. Yeah, we use it in the south end though. Yeah. Um, by uh, in Armdale. Armdale. Oh, really? Duplex in Armdale going for a milli. It's like it's almost brand new construction, and it's I mean it's gorgeous. Impressive. Ah, but like that's nuts. Yeah, I don't know. Like I mean, I know I have a feeling just in terms of my goals in life. I have. I'm confident I could at some point in life can afford a house like that. Oh, I have a feeling it'll happen. Yeah. Um, it's kind of weird to talk like that. Where uh, I'm, you know, I my home costing me 174000 but uh <laughs> the I don't think it is. I think you need to talk about what you want. Mm-hmm. That's what you want. Yeah, that's exactly. That's exactly where I want to be. And There's nothing uh, wrong with saying that. Yeah, it's just like, I, I, for me personally, coming from the background I came from where, I don't know how my parents did it, um, but like, yeah, like we, my whole family was raised while my dad was making $35,000 a year, you know? So the idea of talking in the millies yeah. It's weird for me. Yeah. It, like it is. If I'm being yeah. honest with that, I don't come from that background. Yeah. Um, and I'm the first person in my family line talking about that kind Good of thing. Yeah. So like it's, yeah. yeah, it's definitely foreign to me. That was like, I think I sent you the link to it um, for the uh, Dun and Bradstreet link for uh, Parker Realty Group, which is a, um, they're like a, a company that evaluates other um, businesses within Canada. And they run oh, like yes. they'll run the credit reports and everything like that. And they're saying that I make nine hundred and eighty-one thousand US dollars. Look at you. I <laughs> wish. Let me tell you, if I was making that kind of money, I promise you that I would be Montreal. 
<laughs> Straight up. Like, <laughs> I wish. I wonder where they got that number, and I want the difference. Right. And I want it in cash. USD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, if I could get 900 Gs USD. Are you kidding? I so, want to know where they found that number. <laughs> all right, so what, also talking about things right. crashing. All right, what's crashing? So I've uh, It's not really. So I've started investing in crypto. Oh, yeah, you're telling me. And uh, How'd that go? It's going all right. I mean, it's it's. I'm not investing in it to get rich. I'm just investing it to protect from inflation. Right. And that's the only reason. I yeah. Have like, I, if I can at least maintain or at least get like a five percent increase on my return, that should cover. Sweet, that works for yeah. me. It's simply just protect against inflation. That's the only reason. Because it's I, coming. Oh man, it's already it's here, dude. Like, uh, I read a stat the other day. Oh, what the heck? Um, sorry. Um, read a stat the other day that. 65% of all U.S. dollars currently in circulation were printed this sh- in 2020. Oof. And so all the billionaires have been making some interesting moves I've been watching. They're all burning their U.S. cash and buying cryptocurrency mm-hmm. and buying property out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. I wonder why. So I'm like, you know what? I'll... I think I'll start following whatever they're doing. Yeah. You know, they're usually the, f- they know things that we never do. Oh yeah. We're getting offshore accounts this year, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're sending our money to Bermuda. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're sending right to Bermuda. <laughs> Bermuda. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, just with the Irvings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully they don't come get me now. Yeah. Come get some. Come, I dare you to come get my money. You know, this, you know, you, you can, <laughs> I'll take a line from Grant Cardone. You can ta- bring this tape to the, <laughs> The deposition. My money's in an offshore account. Come get it. If you hate the IRS, IR and the S, just say, I hate the IR and the S. Who doesn't hate them? I hate them. I hate them. I hope that I hope they find this video right now. I hate you. I hate you, and I'm gonna do everything I can not to pay you. Every damn thing I can. I'm saying it right now. Bring this video to the deposition. I hate your goddamn guts. So um, that guy ticks me off. <laughs> I don't like him. I hate the I R M E S. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, what a noob. Oh, cracks me. Right I can't up. talk too much, Mac, because you I mean he's rich as right. heck. So yeah. I can't really bag on him. But yeah, I, he was just cracking me up. So um, yeah, he was going off about that. Anyway, so. I forgot where I was going with this. Anyways, rich people, Grant Cardone. Doing um, what they're doing. Copying doing, their. Yeah, doing what they're doing. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to copy what they're doing because it's clearly doing it for a good reason. Yeah. And cl- cl- uh, considering all the political turmoil, um, mm. I, I see it only getting worse. Yeah. Um, I I can see why people are getting out. Yeah. So, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm afraid for Orin for it. In a way, oh, it's about it's about to get a heck of a what lot. What I also <laughs> say, like, I know no one's gonna have my side on this, and that's fine. I ha- I'll have your side. It's whatever. <laughs> um, there is now a rental increase ban in Nova Scotia, mm. obviously because of COVID. Yeah, that's never gonna go away. I don't think. I think that's here forever. Mm. Which is you're only allowed to increase rent two percent per year, mm-hmm. because that's what they determine inflation to be two percent per year. Right. <laughs> Inflation's about to be a heck of a lot more. It's than not that. gonna be two percent <laughs> this year. 
Yeah. And what sucks <laughs> is tenants who might never have gotten a rental increase notice until their landlord had a huge bump in expenses is now going to get 2% every year. Yeah. Because landlords have to pre-plan for what's coming. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I wonder how much good this actually did. Because every landlord that I have in my network is giving their tenants a 2% increase this year for sure. And every year forever. Wow. It's tough to say, isn't it? I, I get this is where it's at, where it's, it, I mean, they're all, <laughs> all of our conversations always come back to government, I guess. But um, I think it's tough to say, right? Like uh, that's really the, the, the debate comes in between the people who are huge for government control and others yeah. who hate government control. And there there's positive and negatives of both sides. Totally. But yeah, like that's a perfect reason really government gets involved and they actually kind of do make it worse. Yeah. Um, for people living in it. Um, I guess it's, it's, but stuff to say if you don't have the rent control, then it also gets out of control. Yeah. And so totally. things go up. Period. I, so there's a lot of landlords that are not fair. Yeah. And I know that mm-hmm. I know there are. So, but, uh, you know, see. for me where that was never on my radar, I set my rental rates fair. I was never going to give rental increase notices, mm-hmm. but it's like, I have to plan for the doom that's coming. Yeah. Right? So it's tricky. That's it. Like when I read that stat about the U.S. dollars, I was like, okay, for that's what it's like in the states. What's it like here? Yeah, it's probably worse here. If yeah, to be honest. Yeah, because um, yeah, they're printing money like crazy right now. So yeah, especially when you look at those charts where it's just a cliff. Where the cliffs cliff, up are always cliffs right back down. Yeah, it, I'm. I don't know. Again, that's I'm. I'm. I, I guess I am spooked in a lot of ways. I don't really like. I know it's bad. I just don't know what life is going to look like i'm curious what's how much my groceries gonna start costing me uh, yeah gas gas is another yeah. one um yeah just things that we use in our daily lives what are we looking at i'm curious cell phone plans which already cost enough by the way <laughs> they'll find a way right dude i was on telus's website <clears throat> a couple nights ago and there was a i have the 20 gig plan unlimited for 70 bucks, 75, 75 bucks a month. But with my small business discounts right now, I pay 20 bucks a month for like six months. Nice. But it still goes back up to 75. Mm-hmm. So it's on their website, 21 gig unlimited for 65 bucks a month. So that's an extra 120 bucks a year savings. Mm-hmm. So I messaged my Telus rep. She was like, oh, that's only in Quebec. Why? What's different? Why? What? Same with 5G. Oh, Quebec and Ontario. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, sorry, I just got breaking news in. I'll, I'll <laughs> no, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. What? All right. So he came in today, January 20th, Mr. Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, the thing. Keystone oh, yeah. XL permit revoked. He revoked it. I just got it on my watch. What a freaking clown, eh? Yeah. Holy jumping. That, he, you knew that was coming. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's my that's my point with these people, man. No one gets it. These be- Oh, my God. Gosh, no one is good. No one in politics is good. Sorry to tell you guys. You know, under Obama, Alberta got absolutely strangled by the American government. Yeah. And uh, and Trump actually gave them back some competition. Say whatever you want about him personally, but, like, at least for that situation in Alberta, it was good. It was good for our economy. And um, the fact that Biden made that a point to do Right hours away. after becoming right president. away you know oh man like it's holy jumping yeah i mean i don't care man <laughs> this is crazy 
Yeah, here. And for the record, I'm still thankful Trump's out. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> when it starts affecting Canadians a- a- adversely, I don't get it, man. And that's the thing is, the thing I hate about this is he's citing it as climate change. The climate well, because change he talked change. a lot in his inaugural speech today. He talked a lot about climate change. Apparently, he's also not for the um, what is it, the Green New Deal. Screw He's he, is he? I think he's against it. No, he's for it. They're he's all for, for it. it. They just don't. They don't know what the heck the Green New Deal is. Yeah, nah, I'll be honest. Like the first five points, Green New Deal, pretty cool. Yeah, it's the, the rest of it is the, trash. Yeah, that's the problem, right? Yeah. Whatever, man. Yeah. Whatever. But it uh, is not a podcast episode if we don't talk a little politics. Yeah, I guess it's yeah. It's not an elevated podcast. It's episode. not, dog. But that's the thing is I always try so hard to stay out of this crap. I guess I hate talking about it. Oh, sorry. Sorry, no, I shouldn't say that. I, I love the thing is I love talking about it, but I hate being public about it because um, someone's going to cancel us. I don't know, cancel me. I don't give a crap anymore. Um, just bring it. Um, but no, it's like it's just more so because people are just so touchy about things that totally. you can't really. Like, I, I'm not yeah, and the goal is not to make anyone uncomfortable. That's the thing. It's like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah, it, that's not why we talk and about And that's it. why I hate talking about it, like, on yeah. a public forum, because you can't, you can't... Control perception. Perception, but you can't also control the... Um, Emotional... Oh, the context. Oh, the context. You can't control the context when yeah. we get something in, right? Yeah. So what if, like, and that's something I always come back to is, like, I've used this example before, but, you know, say we're talking about, you know, Keystone Pipeline Mm -hmm. and someone just had a tough day where, you know, they just doomed, scrolled life and how the world is ending Mm -hmm. and nothing is going well. Uh, You know, the world is getting hotter and they just, they're just in a funky headspace. And then they listen to two guys talking about how the Keystone Pipeline shit being shut down is a bad thing. Yeah. Well, right then and there, you've, you you can't control the context. Someone just had a bad day where they're just having a tough time, and now they've painted you as someone who's whatever they're going to call you. Yeah, and like so that's why I hate it. But I'm more so, I'm of the belief again. I'm I'm for a lot of green. Uh, yeah, let's do. <laughs> I hate having to always give pretext to my te- my pretext to my statements because it's so stupid i hate living in this life that we have to do stuff like this now but here we are here we are i love green new energy or new green, <laughs> green me new too energy. i love i love green energy i love figuring out ways to do it and make it happen um but i i'm a i'm a huge proponent of not just i'm a huge proponent of the the black and white theory don't work too well just off and on doesn't work too well yeah just like nothing's binary down. yeah yeah like there has to be a transition to everything. Yeah. Um, and we really suck at, the government's always suck at doing that period. Totally. That's what they do. They, like, that's what they do is like, they just keep putting things off, putting things off. Don't start the transition. And then when they were supposed to start the transit transition, now it's too late to start yeah. the transition. Now they got to go boom, boom, <laughs> off, and off, off and on and screw everyone else in the process rather than being responsible. Cause you know, who, who wants to be responsible in this day and age? Hey, we don't like that. Yeah. We just, uh, we're just in here for the power. That's it, dog. Anyway, so I gotta, yeah, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> I think, I I think this season, bro, we can get away with some more, just some solo podcasts. Oh some yeah, solo episodes. We're, we're totally. Getting, we're getting better at talking about stuff, aren't we? Uh, well, you wanted this to be 
30 minutes and we're at 47. Yeah, so here we are. We've just been talking. We've just been talking. There's a, we can do a lot more of this. Anyway, so we are excited for what the season entails. We have a bunch of people laid out. We're look, looking forward to bringing in Riley Strobridge next week. Riley, a.k.a. Stroby Strobridge, uh, who is a videographer here in Halifax who started his own business, and he's actually works as the uh, video official videographer for the Halifax Thunderbirds, our lacrosse team here, and that's kind of how he got a big start and moved on to do great things, and he's his business is pumping right now yeah he, he's like the he was the main videographer for harvest over here yeah and he was huge into getting all that going yeah uh so excited to have him on next week and we got some uh some brand marketers from new york coming on uh we got a huge real estate mogul coming on from florida georgia florida so we got all kinds of people coming on dude i love it it's gonna be exciting i am pumped I it's going to be, gonna be a good season, dude. Oh, it absolutely is going to, man. And so... With that. With that. We hope you have yourselves a great week. So, however you listen to this... And wherever you are... We love you. We're officially out. Peace. Peace. Peace.